Creating beauty today. Oh, this is near and dear to my heart. You know, we are made in the image and likeness of God and foundational to God's character. He is love. He's love who creates. He's a creator. And we're going to talk about that. Everything he creates is beautiful. It's impossible for him to create something ugly, including people, uh, because he's beautiful, right? So he can only create out of what he is. If substance, the material world came out of nothing, then it comes out of him. Well, he's something, but he's not material. And so the created realm is intrinsically lovely and beautiful. And as his sons and daughters in his image and likeness doing godlike things, we get to create. And out of that place of creation, we create beautiful things. When we don't know who we are, uh, that creative power gets twisted to create ugly things, right? But that's just our confusion. That's our, Jesus came into the world and the world didn't recognize him. They're blinded in the areas where we're blinded to who he is and who we are. We create ugly things, but let's focus on the beautiful things because that's you. Yay. So we're going to talk about that. I want to uh, talk about a few scriptures uh, that talk about um, creation. So let's go to Psalm 87, seven through eight, all the created order and every living thing on the earth, sky and sea, the wildest beasts and all that move in the paths of the sea. Everything is in submission to Adam's sons and daughters. Okay. Uh, uh, so everything is submission in, in submission. He gave us, he gave us the scene realm to lord over as benign lords that bless creation, that care for creation. You know, that's why, that's why, you know, taking care of the planet really does matter. Uh, you know, the material realm is, needs to be taken care of and we need to take care of one another. Uh, and so in our lane, in our area, whatever we have, we're called to co-create and release beauty. Okay, let's go to Psalm 86.9, Passion Translation. Lord Almighty, you are the same who created all the nations. Look at them. They're all on their way. Yes, the day will come when they will worship you and put your glory on display. Now, what I wanted to bring out with this scripture is so good. Number one, it's universal. Love that. Uh, everybody's included. Love that that. And as we worship, give ourselves over to loving on God, right? And letting him love on us. You know, when you love on God, he loves on you. You love on God. He loves on you. We've got this mirroring going on of love and adoration. That's why worship 
helps you transcend. It's not the box you check off to get in the presence of God. Uh, he was already there uh, while you were distracted. <laughs> okay. Uh, okay. But um, so that's what that is. But what that does is it puts his glory on display. You know why? Because you're on display. You're unveiled in that place where we're worshiping God or adoring him. He's adoring us. He's on being unveiled to us and we're being unveiled. That's that transformation and woo, glory. His glory is on display. See, that's one of the ways that you co-create beauty. You didn't create yourself, <laughs> but you're releasing beauty as you are giving yourself over to him because he's given himself over to you. Okay. Uh, then glory and beauty is released. You get to co-create, but you know, in that knowledge of that worship time that you have, um, you're released in doing you're released in being, which means you're released in doing. And the doing is going to be what you were intended to do. Right. And there's going to be something in it that releases glory, that releases beauty. You operating as your father, um, father in heaven. Okay. As father, son, and Holy Spirit, you operating as that, uh, in union with him, uh, you get to release beauty. Now we're not confused. We're not God. I like, I just like to say that because sometimes that's a ditch we can fall into. We could fall into either worm ditch or the, or the I'm God ditch. Okay. These are ditches, <laughs> but we're one with God in his image and likeness and carry his nature, which is divine. Hope that helps. Okay. Let's keep on going. Uh, Psalm 104.24. Oh my goodness. This just makes me happy. I hope this makes you happy. Uh, oh Lord, what an amazing variety of all you have created. God is not boring. Okay. Love that. Wild and wonderful is this world you have made. While wisdom was there at your side, the world is full of so many creatures, yet each belongs to you. And you know, it's interesting because, um, all of, all of the sons and daughters, if you are a human being, you belong to him. Even if you give your life over to Satan. Okay. You know, it's like you can't run away from who you are and whose you are. But you can run away from that knowledge and revelation and experience hell. And that is, it's called stupid. It's called foolish. <laughs> but, you know, you have the option. You only have the option to be brilliant if you have the option to be foolish. Okay. Um, and in the option of choosing to be brilliant, you release the brilliance of what you were created for uh, by operating in union with the one who loved you and gave himself up for you, your creator, the one who created you in love. And so you release lovely things. You co-create lovely things, beautiful things with him, with her. Okay. Uh, let's go. Psalm, uh, 148.5. Um, this is just beautiful. Let the universe erupt 
with praise to God. He spoke and created it all from nothing to something. I, I chose this one, number one, because there's this amazingness of like, you created all this from nothing, quote unquote, from the substance of yourself, which is love. Just had to put that in there and lovely. Um, but in response, like as creation recognizes its creator, as you recognize a creator, you just like erupt with praise. It's, it's not the surcharge to experience God. But it's one of the ways that we get to experience him because we focus our minds that just are like all over the map, right? On this beautiful God. And that is transformational. And we get in this back and forth. You know, it was interesting. I was describing this to someone else. There's a stage and I was a psychology major on one of, I was pre-med, but whatever with a, with a child and their mother. When, when they, um, when the baby's just starts to recognize there's, there's mom and it still has that magical thing of like, mom's an extension of me because <laughs> we're all little narcissists at that point, but that's just what that is developmentally. But there's this stage where, uh, mother and child are gazing at each other, right? They're gazing and it's, it's like time standstill. For the, for the baby and for the mom, this is one of the reasons how they bond. And so the baby gazes and the mom gazes and there's this intimate love that's flowing back and they're literally one. Um, in, in a way that I really believe that we're one with our heavenly father, our heavenly mother, don't freak out. And, um, and, uh, and, and Jesus, we gaze at this reality of God in all his slash her dynamics. And it's this adoration of back and forth and back and forth and back and forth. And as that we're unveiled, we're transfigured. And then we get to operate as sons and daughters of God who know our God, know him slash her intimately. We're walking this out and we get to co-create. You know, it was interesting this morning um, as I'm recording this and I'm thinking like, I have a lot to do. <laughs> and, but I'm like, just kind of putting on my makeup, whatever, all that stuff. And, but I am, I, God inspired me with a song. And then I was just like, I've got to share this. You know, this is too good to hold back. I didn't want to lose it. Right. Because there's this beauty in the, the worship, um, that we get to be our beautiful selves. He gets to be his beautiful selves. And I was thinking of the people that were actually singing. I was listening to Mary, did you know? And the, like all these different, it was just such a beautiful inspired song, you know, and I was thinking the people that wrote that, and I don't remember their names, but the people that wrote that co-created with God. There was something on the inside that inspired them. I don't even know if they know. Well, they probably know God because, but anyway, they inspired them and out came this transcendent song, right? And this happens, you know, that this is, doesn't have to happen. You know, you, you do know that 
um, people can operate according to that. It doesn't have to have Jesus in it, just so you know. <laughs> Sometimes we get, we get really, really like narrow with what is worship. It has to have Jesus. And, and then we start sounding the same. And that's when worship becomes gross. It's not really worship. It's just kind of stereotyped iterations because it's a hard thing. It's a hard thing. I mean, you, you know, so, but anyway, so that, that can happen in secular realm. And I say secular because it's really kind of silly with God being everywhere and in every but one that he's constantly releasing someone. Then they may not credit it as Jesus. Well, you know, um, there's a lot of things that happen that we as Jesus followers don't credit as Jesus. How clueless are we? We're pretty clueless. <laughs> and so humanity is pretty clueless, right? And so, but there's things that they do that are inspired that they know are greater than themselves. You know, before I was quote unquote saved, you know, um, I was married once before, um, and, uh, for a very short period of time. And, um, I was with this guy and whatever it was like, I won't tell the story, but, the night before we got married, I, I just had this, you know, my family was saying, don't, don't marry, can't, don't do it. I'm like, but I was going to, I mean, I did love him. And so we were, I was going to do it. And I remember the night before I got married, I was like, I was feeling this like yuck, feeling this yuck. And I, I said to myself, I'm going to make this work. Well, this is like, okay, dang to dang, dang, clueless Catherine. Um, uh, you know, it was not going to work. Okay. But because I had to push past a prompting that I had in my gut, but I didn't know that prompting was Jesus, right? It was Holy Spirit. It was like, okay, honey, I'm with you for the rise and I could be pretty. But <laughs> anyway, so people who don't know God, right? Um, uh, God is leading them. And people that don't know God can also co-create with God. And sometimes it happens like when kind of by accident, like we do something holy and beautiful, kind of by accident. <laughs> it's not really by accident because it's by, by God's design, but we're so focused on going our own way, being independent, whatever that is, that, you know, uh, it, it's kind of on accident, right? I, you know, I, I'm so glad that it's God's job to transfigure us. I am, I'm like, that's, that's good. That, yeah, that, yeah, that's good. I'm so, and you're so good at your job. <laughs> and so, um, but with that, with that, in line with that, we get to co-create. That's part of our design, right? You know, one of the things when people get really depressed is that they lose their creativity, right? Because they're focusing on what is not true, noble, right, pure, lovely, admirable, excellent, praiseworthy, and the peace of God is not flowing through them. They're not walking in awareness of that. They're not walking in wholeness. And so creativity goes right out the window. When we get stressed, right, when we're stressed, um, creativity flows right out the window. So one of the things, diagnostic things for you in your mental health and your mental well-being is am I flowing in something creative? And it doesn't have to look like, you know, being an artist, the way we call artists, so to speak, but it's flowing in, 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 <clears throat> in maybe doing something mundane in a creative way. It's like, wow, that's really brilliant. <laughs> right. Uh, and, and this is us. 
zinging on how we get to zing. And maybe it's parenting in a creative way. Like if you're a parent and you're doing a good job, you, I know you're being creative because the target is always moving. <laughs> Has anybody else noticed? Like I got it. No, I don't have it. <laughs> oh, I know I didn't know. I have no clue, right? It's the targets always moving. And so there's this creativity that gets to flow. And this is one of the ways that we know that we're fully alive is when we're being creative. It's, it's, it's an aspect of freedom. When, when we're creating something beautiful, when we're creating something ugly and destructive, it's coming from a, an anti-us place, an anti-Christ place. We're not Christ, nobody panic, but it's, it's not who we are, right? Because we're beautiful. You're beautiful. Anyway, I think I am going to sign off. Love you guys. Have an amazing day. Bye-bye. Thanks for joining us on this episode of Perspectives with Catherine Toon. For additional information and resources, please visit CatherineToon.com.